Well, welcome to Productivity Talk with Jonas and Francois, <laughs> where we whip you into shape. <laughs> I feel like at some point we're going to, you know, decide like this format for this podcast is like not getting enough audience or something. And so we'll just be like, we're going to pivot to something else and then it'll be Productivity Talk or Tool Talk or something. <laughs> as long as we can like keep the name, but the name's okay. It's like, as long as you're comparing two things that are different, <laughs> um, it's, it's all right. So. <laughs> That's what that other podcast that is Apple's to orangutans or whatever. Yeah. They just compare <laughs> two random things. Shout out to Apple's to orangutans, our um our name our competitor. name competitor. <laughs> yeah, they're just like our corgis better than books. Okay, well, yes, welcome. Welcome to Apple's to Drafts, our show, which is about the art of adaptation and <laughs> turning books into movies and whatnot. Um, this is a bonus episode, uh, which will have a, we'll, we'll run a little bit shorter and have obviously a little bit more of a casual <laughs> vibe. Um, but we, uh, we did a little thing because, like, honestly, I frequently get the question. I had a book come out um, in English uh, a couple of years ago in 2020, and I often get the question like, hey, do you want Titan to be a movie? And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> the short answer is yes, I, I totally want it to be a movie. And people are sometimes like, oh, do you have your like dream cast and stuff? And I, I've gone through a bunch of like dream cast stuff. As you can imagine, if I'm like the kind of person who does this show that we do, like I tend to think about this kind of stuff. So I thought about it with my own book. Um, and so we decided to just do a light little uh, episode where we're both going to give our takes on my book. Uh, you're going to be like, it shouldn't be made into a movie. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then mine will be a little bit longer. I guess uh, top of mind, obvious question for me is, did you think about this kind of stuff while you were making the book? Were you casting it in your mind while you were drawing it or thinking mm -hmm. about would this scene work on screen or that yeah. kind of stuff? Yeah, never while I was like, at, definitely at the beginning stages when I was like first doing it, like I definitely never was like, oh, okay, like this, I'm going to base this person on this actor or like block this scene out like in this way. Um, I know that like at a certain point in like making it, I started thinking like, oh, this could be a cool movie, maybe, because it, like, for those people, and we're we're not going to spoil too much in this book. If you haven't read my my book, you're forgiven. Um, but it's uh, it's basically like a science fiction, it's kind of a science fiction romance action thriller type uh, book. And so it's definitely like in the wheelhouse of like things that can be made into movies. Like it's not like a metafictional uh, play on f the the limits of fiction or something like that. You know. So I, I definitely like a couple times I was like, oh yeah, this could be a movie. And then towards the end, I definitely was like thinking like, oh man, like that would be pretty cool if like this could get made into a movie. Who knows? Like maybe. Like maybe it could happen, but it never like made me like plot a scene out in the kind of like a movie sort of way. No, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, and definitely not like the actors either, because like kind of like the a lot of the characters. Like later on, when I started thinking about like trying to cast it, I actually had like a lot of difficulty sometimes because a lot of the actors are not like a quote unquote Hollywood types you know like uh -huh. it's like it's it's kind of hard to find somebody who fits who fits the bill especially if i'm like trying to go like with a vision that's very close to to my thing um so no i guess the that was a very long way of saying no <laughs> <laughs> like if we're going to get into like the issues or whatever with adapting this like i feel like there's not very many like mm -hmm. it's all very visual mm -hmm. like you know for one thing it's a graphic novel so it's 
you know, you have to draw everything. <laughs> but, you know, there's a lot of graphic novels that are not very cinematic. And I think this one has like action and like, you know, the set, the set pieces, you know, the, um, the setting is all very like visual. The one, the hardest thing I think is the special effects of the actors being different sizes. Right. You know, yeah, which, because... which like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which like, you know, Lord of the Rings did well with like forced perspective, but you, you, you know, you have a sex scene between a human and a Titan. And that's, <laughs> I don't know quite how they would pull that off um, without, I guess they just create TGI models of the, of the actors maybe and do yeah, it Yeah, maybe that something way, along, maybe. along those, along those lines. I was recently, I was watching um, Love, Death and Robots, like those uh, Netflix little cyberpunk mm -hmm. kind of things. And um they're all like sort of filmed in like different ways, but they're all animation. But some of them are like kind of rotoscope animation things. And I, uh -huh. I, I wondered because I, I know that like CGI and um, like forced perspective and all kinds of other things, they, I'm sure that special effects people can like make everything that happens in Titan happen on the screen and like the, the characters being different sizes work and everything. Um, sometimes I wondered, uh, I was like discussing with someone like about like, like a Philip K. Dick novel or something like that like certain kind of like low they might become like low budget films but they're very still fantastical and science fictiony and like sometimes it seems like rotoscoping like maybe might be like a kind of an interesting way to get that across you know like as you work with actors and do something kind of simple uh -huh. um the other option that i've thought about before too well yeah because i like there's sort i sort of have a like of course i want Titan have like an unlimited budget and then they're just going to make it look perfect but I have sort of have a suspicion that if it ever got made as a movie it you know wouldn't have millions and millions or it would have millions but it wouldn't have billions of dollars to throw at it to do these special effects and stuff and so um I've often I've often wondered um and I'd be curious what you think about this I've questioned if they I even need the characters to be giants <laughs> in the thing <laughs> or if it can just be a metaphorical sort of thing you know like i i've wondered if that would just work i mean i like them being giants like i think it adds like kind of like spectacle yeah. and 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 stuff to it but i sometimes i'm like oh if they're all like if you just kind of like cast bulkier pick people for the titans and like skinnier people for the terrans it probably would work in the same way that like uh i don't know blade runner works or something like that yeah yeah, that's that's tough because it takes away like kind of the the unique kind the of the unique aspect of it. Of it. Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I guess kind of the metaphor in there is like the you know that these laborers have like power. Yeah, 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 have their own power. Yeah, so I'd be I'd be reluctant to remove mm -hmm. it if I were in charge. I'd want to find a way to make it work. Oh, that's great! I'm gonna sign up with you as the producer, so that it's gonna we're gonna get the full. You know, you'll you'll fight from you'll fight for it. I love it. Yeah, this is just reminding me. I I saw on Twitter the other because I was talking about um like doing a 3D models of the actors for the sex scene. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it was just reminding. I saw on Twitter the other day that um someone posted that uh Jet Li was gonna be in the Matrix, but they wanted to like have him do all his fight scenes and like um 3D scan him and like so they could like have the rights to his fight his, all his moves okay and like recreate them whenever they wanted with computers and he was like no i can't do that i worked too hard for these moves <laughs> so just imagining someone being like you can't have my sex technique that's like oh wow copyright. Yeah, <laughs> well i guess you know if it's the gently of uh, of sex techniques maybe uh, yeah. they will yeah. guard that for forever <laughs> 
Yeah. Should we should we get in straight into casting? This is a mini episode. I don't, I don't yeah, know how much mini, time we want to spend on it. Yeah, it's a mini sode. I mean, like I th- I think we covered already. You know, there's some like I I agree that there's some like technical difficulties, and I think probably more it's it really has to do more with like um can you sell the project rather than can the project be made? I bet this project could totally be made. I'm less obviously less certain if it could be sold and sold to a mass like a mass market audience and things like that. Yeah. But, um. Hopefully, be cool. <laughs> Do you have a log line that you trot out for or like oh, your elevator pitch? I wish I did. I think I've, I usually say that, gosh, I, I should probably have one after like 10 years of working on this book and having it come out and everything like that. What is my yeah. log line? Well, when I tell people at like a comic book convention or something like that, I'll say that like, it's like a class war in space, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort, of, sort of. What do you think would work for it? Do you, do you have a better one? Yeah. Oh, well. It rem- it's there's a movie that I haven't actually seen that I think it's very similar to um, called Mate One, a John Sayles movie. Um, oh, I've which never is heard about of it a, ever. I have heard of it, and I was like, that sounds like Titan, but I, I haven't actually seen it. It's about coal miners in um, uh, like the Appalachians, I think, and a labor labor issues and strikes going on there. Oh, that's cool. With like a company town, so it's um, class struggles in space, <laughs> company town versus um versus laborers and i do i do sometimes tell people that it's like blade runner like if um, yeah if they, like if they really don't know what to make of it like i don't have a good like it's x meets y maybe it's blade runner meets this john sales movie and that would be uh that like that would be the the thing but i i usually can like introduce the concept of blade runner and the like the the people are like oh, okay i kind of get i get the yeah. X element of it instead of androids they're genetically engineered giants yeah yeah, yeah exactly Exactly. Well, yeah, we can jump. We can jump right into casting if you if you want. Who did you who, who did you do? Who? Uh, I did Joao, Phoebe, Cyrus, Jones, and Alexi. Awesome. But I thought we should do Joao and Phoebe last. Okay. Kind of work up to them. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, that sounds good. So th- those are my main characters. Okay. Oh, my document has also my picks for your comic, which we're not going to do yet, but maybe someday we're going to do yours and that'll be really fun. Someday, yeah. <laughs> All right. So who do you want to start with? Uh, Alexi? Yeah, sounds good. Uh, okay. So you go first. Uh, I have Yaya Abdul-Mateen, who yes. is, he is in the new the Watchmen TV show and the new Matrix movie. Uh, he was the villain in Aquaman. Yes. Uh, he's in the new Candyman, star of the new Candyman. He's like okay. the guy, he, he's apparently the go-to guy for legacy sequels. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he, I didn't see the, the Matrix. He's the replace. He's the replacement Morpheus. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. He's the new okay. Morpheus. Okay. Uh, and you know, what's funny. Um, I didn't realize this when I cast him, but he is in the Black Mirror episode with the fighting game. Ah, okay. Yes, yes, Which yes. fits for Alexi um, being a fighter. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I, 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 I can dig it. I've liked that guy in, in, in more than one thing. So Yeah, All I right. like him every time he shows up. And I feel like he has like, I don't know, he's got kind of like a craggy, interesting face. So I feel like he could be like, you know, I, I lived a hard life here in Titan. <laughs> yeah, Alexi is like one of the leaders of the the, the rebellion. And he's like a like a pit fighter and all that kind of stuff in the comic. 
Yeah. And and he's a giant also. Yeah. And he's kind of like um it's a little bit of a shit stirrer too, isn't he? Like like, come on, Phoebe, you know this this rebellion yeah. is happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he has, he has a bit. Yeah, he's de- he's definitely uh, like a the one of the main antagonists, but also like hopefully he has a little bit of something where you're like that guy knows what he's talking about. All right, well I I decided to take one out of your book for this one, and I'm oh. casting Winston Duke. <laughs> All right, <laughs> one of my favorites. <laughs> we, this is our third time that he's been cast in one of our things now, but I was like, yeah, I'm going to bring Winston Duke into this. I think that'll yeah, work out just fine. <laughs> and I tended to try to cast um, like people who, like where it would make the force perspective a little bit easier, you know? Like it's a little bit easier if your actors who are the Terrans are shorter and your actors who are the Titans are a little bit taller. And mm-hmm. Winston Duke is 6'5". Whoa. <laughs> I think he'll be able to sell it. <laughs> yeah okay i love it yeah yeah he's definitely got the bulkiness too and not just the height uh so jones next yeah okay. so who's jones can we give us a little character jones is sort of like a squirrely sneaky assistant manager who <laughs> works for the main character joao da silva um he is somebody who is sort of unprepossessing um, he has a stutter that he speaks with um, but he's one of the terran managers who like oversees all of the titan workers on the moon of titan okay so i cast stephen yun for him oh cool yeah he you know we talked about um nope nope recently yeah he's great in that um i don't know if you've seen burning he's great in that i have seen burning yep that's yeah. great yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you intended Jones to be Asian, but I always kind of read him as Asian. Yeah, I sometimes I'm a little like every so often I would like be a little bit vague. But I like I had a concept about it because it's like in like far in the future, so like I had the con like I had the concept that even more people would be like mixed race and like have multiple mm-hmm. ethnic identities and things like that. Like there's another character in it who's like physically is unambiguous, like kind of unambiguously white, but her last name is. Chang also because I was like right. oh it's like the future like all kinds of things might be different and um Jones I was like pretty open but I had the I, I was definitely like going for sort of an ambiguous look for him so that works perfectly for me cool uh I agree I like that one I'll co- I'll I'll also I'll also co-sign that one and um especially I think his uh his performance in Nope uh sells it really well so that works out. Mm-hmm. that works for me I cast uh Martin Freeman uh, oh, okay. Of Fargo yeah. and, uh, all, and Hobbit and all kinds of other <laughs> Black Panther, yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought, especially I was thinking about his performance in Fargo of like, he's always like, you, yeah. you, you underestimate him and things like that. And, uh, you know, I, I won't get into any spoilers, but uh, there's more, there's maybe more than what first appears uh, when we are dealing with Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, next we have, uh, Cyrus, who is kind of the main antagonist. Yeah. Leader the main, of the Titans. Yeah. Exactly. The main, the main, the, the main leader of the Titans, the main person who, um, is opposing the Joao throughout. Um, but it's also sort of like a liminal figure. He's like a father figure to Phoebe. Uh, he is himself like a former, there's a lot of like, uh, kind of mixed martial arts fighting and stuff that happens in 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 um in titan and he's a former 
sort of champion of all that. And he's also like horribly scarred. So like there'll definitely be some uh, prosthetics involved with whatever actor gets this role. Do you want to go first this time? Sure. Um, I picked Dave Bautista. Uh-huh. I had him um, on my list. Yeah. Dune, uh, Blade Runner 2049, Guardians, all that stuff. Yeah, I've 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 liked him, especially like in uh in some of his more recent roles. He like he, you know, he's giving a little bit more than just like the kind of like the the humor that he was doing in Guardians, you know, like but like in Blade mm-hmm. Blade Runner, um, twenty forty nine. I feel like he gives a lot of like character, and I was like, oh, you know, I think that like he would actually probably jump at the chance to be like this big, uh, not only big physically, but also like big intellectually and like philosophically, mm-hmm. um dangerous like sort of magneto character in in the in a sci-fi movie i thought it would be a good fit for him yeah totally um and he, he kind of like i could almost see that you like if you were like yeah i based cyrus on dave batista i'd be like yeah that makes sense <laughs> totally i did yeah. not but i but, yeah. but i remember it was especially when i saw him in um just physically in dune because they've got the like kind of like the the ble- the bleached out body like uh f- skin tone and everything i was like oh, oh yeah, yeah totally. this could like yeah. totally work for sure yeah um well i went with another wrestler turned actor i went with john cena oh cool <laughs> yeah who i was just super impressed with in peacemaker mm-hmm. he like brings a lot of heart to a character's like a joke I don't know. I just think he's a cool actor. He has an interesting face. I think he would maybe jump at the chance to like play a you know this nuanced villain kind of. We're gonna get these two guys in like a in a like a battle over who who's gonna get the role because I bet I actually bet they both would be really happy with it. And I think they're like, I think they have like a little bit of a rivalry like stemming. Oh, do they? From, yeah. From, like from wrestling. From wrestling, and I like I think uh, there was somewhere where somebody was like. They showed me something. I'm not on Twitter, but they showed me like a tweet where like um, uh, Dave Bautista was like kind of like making fun of like John Cena's acting abilities and was like, ah, oh, man, he's not bringing like enough method to his acting or something like that. Oh. I was like, <laughs> and I was like really appreciating that like wrestling kayfabe got to the point where like it's like actors like talking about like the the, the, the craft, the, yeah, the craft of acting. I thought that was pretty good. So we're going to yeah. get these two guys and we're going to see who wants who wants it more. One of them is going to have a great uh, starring turn as this uh, as the villain of this movie. Yeah, I have no idea what their relationship was like in wrestling at no, all, me, but I'm sure they either. have some kind of deep history there. <laughs> I'm one. I'm one of these uh, sad people who um, has given up on my wrestling, uh, paying attention to wrestling about 20 years ago. So uh, I, don't know I, I never anymore. did. Yeah, <laughs> it's always been a mystery to me. <laughs> okay, so um, Phoebe next, our uh, female lead. Yep romantic lead also yep she, what's the word for that the duo 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 antagonist kind of uh, yeah I, I just learned that word not too long ago <laughs> i was like what <laughs> <laughs> i think i also learned it in the last they probably somebody just made it up in the last like three years yeah it just trickled yeah. out uh, yeah it's not like the ancient greeks were like oh yeah so duo antagonist <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Phoebe is one of the Titans. She is um, like a big, tall person, you know. In the in the in the comic, I think she's eight foot three and weighs like four hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, she is a former one of these former like uh, pit fighter type people, but she is trying to like look for a new way out in her life, and she ends up 
getting involved with the main character Joao, getting involved in the middle of this big rebellion and she's like sort of torn between her people the titans and then this new person in her life yeah uh i don't know about you this this was the hardest one to cast for me Mm -hmm. i think uh like uh, because you want someone who's like got that physicality of like being we could believe that they would be a fighter yeah and i feel like a lot of the actresses who get cast in those kind of roles are not great actors Mm -hmm. i don't know like your ruby rose or um What's that? Uh, the woman who was in all the Fast and Furious movies. I can't remember. Oh, the, who's right a, like a real MMA fighter. I always forget. Yeah, yeah. Too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's like not a good actor. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Right from the beginning, like when I started being like, oh, maybe a Titan could be a movie. Um, casting Phoebe was like always a challenge because it's like, first off, like as a graphic novel person i understand that there's like limits with like how exactly close like the person is going to be to physically to like what you put on the screen you know like that's Mm -hmm. there's always a little bit of variation in that but like for sure like the physical type of that phoebe is in the comic like there's just all there are very few actresses who are like working in like hollywood who like have that type you know like it's not uh it's not uh, valorized in in our film culture and so it's uh it it's yeah it's made it tough i've like gone through like 50 different <laughs> actresses for this role and like uh-huh. wondered about like who would be the right person and and things like that um yeah there the other tough part is that um you kind of casting also for the someone who would go with the star with Joao. like can you kind of believe that these two would be a couple exactly but that part's yeah, really tough yeah exactly and that's that that's happened too before where um like i'll i've mentally cast somebody in one of the two roles and it didn't work with somebody who i had in mind with the other one and i was like always going back and forth i have a new i have a new set of people like now that i'm like oh yeah i think that this would really work so i'm like kind of excited about it um but but we'll see (laughs) okay Uh, okay. well you you go ahead Who, who do you have for phoebe Okay, no problem. I have my new person is Mackenzie Davis. Okay, uh, I have her who, on my list. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I keep wondering if we're gonna do the same person. We never have. Yeah, yet. yeah. Um, she's in like *Halt and Catch Fire*, and she was also uh, the Terminator in a in a Terminator movie, and she was in *Blade Runner* twenty forty nine. Um, yeah. and like I don't have like an exhaustive knowledge of her of her body of work but basically like I've liked her in everything to one degree or another and I think that like she can she can sell it you know like um I mentioned I was looking at the, how tall people were and everything and she's she's 510 in real life so that like that'll help uh sell like a like the physicality of the whole role and and she's also mm-hmm. I think she'll be able to manage all of the all the nuances of the character and everything right like she's she's uh first and foremost a, a good actress yeah um her and um that terminator movie is uh what i was thinking of because she's kind of buff in that and it's, yeah for sure it's, yeah yeah but i uh cast uh sarah jones who i'm guessing you don't know by name but um i've been watching uh for all mankind and enjoying it a lot okay yeah and she is in that as an astronaut oh cool yeah, so that was first on my mind. I was like, oh, she's in space and, you know, wears a spacesuit a lot and that'll work. <laughs> but also, I feel like she just kind of looks the part. The the physicality still, I'm not sure about. She would have to bulk up a bit, I think. But she is kind of like not, you know, she's like getting her hands dirty and stuff on the show, you know, like. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's, uh, yeah. 
Oh, I just was going to say, you know, whoever whoever is cast in this movie, they can also just play like, I don't know, like, um, I know you haven't played it, but like they can, this the same actress can play Phoebe as plays Abby in The Last of Us TV show whenever they get around to casting Abby, who is like this. Uh, oh, she's already cast, I think, isn't she? Or is that a oh, second season thing? Oh, I didn't realize that. I think the no, show's think, coming out soon, I think. Yeah. Oh, but that'll be a second season thing. Oh, it's just a second the, season thing? Yeah. It's yeah. like a character who appears in the, the, the second the second game. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> but she'll, but if they, if the series is successful, it'll go, go down. So we have time to like for Titan to get become, to get greenlit produced and everything and then like they'll they'll just do both at the same time and uh it'll be a it'll be a double feature for some actress <laughs> mm-hmm. cool. okay and well, now the protagonists i guess yeah our main star uh Joel. um i there's someone who i knew that you had in mind for a long time for this yeah yeah, yeah. and i've i've canceled him because it, it did just it you know, it just takes too long, and Hollywood took too long to turn my comic into a movie, and he's just a little bit old for the role right now. But I think he's too certain, old now. Yeah. At a certain point in the uh, in the while I was drawing my comic, I was like, "Oh man, you know who could be Joao is Giancarlo Esposito from uh, Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul yeah. and everything." And I was like, "That's great!" And I like kind of like got into it for a little while. I was like, "That was like my dream." And now I, I still love Giancarlo, but he is he's a he's an older he's an older gentleman. Yeah. Think, and it would be uh, on the on the screen, it would be a difficult uh, you because it, there's a, a whole romantic element to it and things like that. That yeah. might, it would be hard to sell on people. Um, it's funny after you know it's just the way Hollywood works. But after being in Breaking Bad, that's like the character that he plays now is that, like stoic villain. That's who he is in uh, Mandalorian and the Boys something else probably but it's like um you know he used to do like comedic stuff and like um we went to a better call Saul like uh panel talk and he's very like goofy in person like yeah yeah, yeah. he's got like a lot of like large mannerisms and like very like <laughs> uh like performative uh, uh, yeah and like <laughs> laughing a lot at stuff i don't know he's yeah it's just very I- funny the contrast I watched um like not that long ago. I rewatched. I had seen it before, but I rewatched the movie uh, Night on Earth that has him in it. Uh, it's okay. a Jim Jarmusch movie, and he yeah. is, ex- is extremely animated and also very young, like Brooklyn guy. And it's just like I was like, oh yeah, like he's an actor. He can do it all. Well, I mean, I I did think that when um I did think about that when I was casting for a uh, Titan because I was like, I bet he would enjoy um. Yeah, he can be the hero of something instead of the villain. It's, it's okay. yeah. or is he? Or is he? Question. <laughs> Big question mark at the end. But he is not who I cast. I no. I, um, I had to pick out somebody new, and I really like who I picked out. Um, it's somebody who I've been like kind of vibing on for a while in a in a bunch of movies. Um, oh well, okay. Let me start off too with the my caveat, which is that the character Joao da Silva is a Brazilian, like an Afro-Brazilian character in my yeah. comic. And I am like not that aware of Brazilian cinema, and I like like I poked my head in and like looked at different people and stuff like that. But like, um, to tell the truth, I don't know the world of Brazilian cinema that that well. Um, and so like I I ended up picking somebody who is uh, a, an African American actor, and mm-hmm. you know sometimes that happens as we've discussed on so many of our different episodes. You know like. Uh, extreme fidelity and the casting doesn't always happen yeah um but i picked out um andre holland andre uh, holland so 
one of the things I know him the most from is a TV show called The Nick by Steven Soderbergh. Um, okay. But he was also in um, uh, Moonlight. He was the okay. he was like the the adult uh, the adult love interest in Moonlight. He was uh -huh. also in Passing, um, a movie that came out uh, a year or so ago with Tessa Thompson in it. Um, just a bunch of different stuff. Um, I think it really works. I like one thing that he, I've noticed he plays a lot of is like um, doctors in the early 20th century. Okay. <laughs> That's his role in both uh, the Nick and in Passing. So, was, and he has like a. I was like, oh, I think he he can he can sell it, and he's um he's he's five nine, so that helps with the uh, some you can that helps with some of the uh, the casting and everything. Yeah, I think that I know him best from Castle Rock, actually, which I did not finish watching, but I forgot that I, he's in that. Yeah, yeah, I started that. Yeah, yeah, and he's in High Flying Bird too, another movie I liked. So mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, I like that. I picked Orlando Jones who is uh in lots of stuff um, <laughs> he he was the guy from the um seven up commercials back when we were younger um, <laughs> yes i remember those <laughs> yeah but i was looking he was recently in uh a show that i did not watch all of but started uh american gods and i watched a little monologue from him on it on youtube and he okay. was great in that yeah cool I think he is probably taller than you want, but um, he seems like he's tall. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, when I saw him, I was like, "Oh yeah, I can see that." Yeah, right, right. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at his face right now. Like the the, mm -hmm. the face the face and the facial features and everything. Uh, it, I can see it, and it works for sure. Mm -hmm. Cool. Um, I did two others. Just in case you feel like doing a, your last minute jump on, or did two two others? I did the um, I did the two other ladies in it, uh, Sonia and um, Ramona. In case you feel All like right. jumping on with like one a last second one, otherwise I can just say which ones I did. Uh, I don't have any last second ones. That's... I don't feel brave enough to <laughs> to top of that, the head ones. <laughs> that's no problem. So I'll just I'll just I'll... yeah. Oh, they're Phoebe's friends. Um, I think is one of them a fighter? Or, or, yeah, exactly. No? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're like Phoebe's friends. Both of them are they're 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 lovers, and one of them is a is a fighter, and they're involved in the rebellion. Yeah. So um, for Ramona, oh, I may mispronounce her name. I realize I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, I cast Danai Giri Giria Girira. I'm gonna just maybe say that again. Okay. Danai. Girira, sorry, that's like that kind of like multiple syllables that I, I haven't heard it ever said. Um, uh -huh. Famous from The Walking Dead uh, and Black Panther and things like that. Okay. And uh, I cast uh, Mary. Oh, Elizabeth is she Michonne from The Walking Dead? Yeah, yeah, Michonne yeah, from okay. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I cast uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as her partner Sonia uh, okay, from cool. Scott Pilgrim, Kate, and all that stuff. Yeah, sounds great. <laughs> All right. Did you do a? Oh, did you pick out a director per type person that you think you this that the you I would did. trust with the project? Oh, cool. Who was I? It? Did <laughs> I picked uh, Alfonso Cuaron? Oh, cool. Who you know has done you know a space movie with Gravity, and mm -hmm. he's done action with Children of Men and Class Warfare. Yeah, and then he's done class stuff too in uh, Roma. Yep. So it's definitely like a thing that he's interested in. And yeah, I think that I think it would be a good fit. 
Children of Men, one of my absolute favorite movies, and would be um, just a fantastic vibe that I would, uh, if if anything like that could come across on the screen involving my story, I would be crying tears of joy. So that's an amazing <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I picked uh, I picked a, a director who I, I really like a lot, um, Denis Villeneuve, who mm-hmm. uh, did um, Blade Runner twenty forty nine that we mentioned, did um, Sicario, did Dune most recently. Arrival. I think that I th- Arrival, of course, that we've discussed before. Um, great, the really good at ma- managing science fiction, I think. And uh, yeah, so I and uh, I would. I think I would I'd be right on board with that. Also, if he if he got on board, it could be like a Quebecois production, you know, like it could be like uh-huh. a, an author from Quebec. Government of Quebec will get right on in there and it'll be great. I was thinking he could do it as like a little between big projects movie, you know, like, you know, sometimes like like they'll like how uh, the Christopher Nolan will do he would do like um, the prestige in between doing two giant Batman movies. It could be uh-huh. the same sort of thing. But maybe that would be the same for Alfonso Quaron, though, so he he could just squeeze it in somewhere <laughs> between during movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah, I, I, when I when I when I was think I like put my cast together and then I had the director. I was like, oh, this would be a cool movie. Yeah, I could see it working. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take a mix and match of uh, of of basically any any of the actors, any of the directors that we made. If uh, if any of you are listening to this podcast right now and want to get in touch, we're gonna we'll we'll make a we'll make a great movie with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Cool. Um, well, thank you so much for um, doing that. It was a very, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a ego stroking um, podcast mm-hmm. that we did for me, but um, it was a lot of fun. And I thought all your, your picks were really, were really great. Hopefully people enjoyed listening to it. If they have any um, of their own thoughts and questions, they can get at us on our, our Instagram, our Twitter, they can email us. The, they can find all that all right. information on the, in the show notes. Yeah. And if you haven't read Titan, uh, we'll have our bookshop link in the, in the <laughs> yes, show notes. We will. You can go purchase it. <laughs> I forgot that we'll totally have a bookshop link. Yes. If you haven't yeah. read my book um, and it sounds, if, if these movies that we've been talking about sound like a cool thing, then you can watch the, you can read the book first. <laughs> yeah. And do a movie in your mind. Yeah. And um, and we will almost certainly um, come back and do one of these for Jonas's upcoming book, Grave Wounds, which I'm really excited about. I actually already did all of my casting for it, but then uh, you said, no, we can't do it yet. It's too early. But uh, Which is too funny because I haven't cast one person for it. Uh, I, got all, I got pumped. I was like, yes. And I was like, I've, I've got it nailed. So um, uh, anyways, that should just tell the audience that I'm really excited about your book and it's going to be really good when it comes out. Cool. Well, thank you for that excitement. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. See you later. Okay. Bye.